Thank you for joining us for this broadcast from the Ninth Avenue Church of Christ in Haleyville, Alabama. We hope that you will subscribe and will share our broadcast with others. Now we take you to the pulpit of the Ninth Avenue Church of Christ. Hey, Ninth Avenue, good to have you for our Sunday night devotional thought. I hope that you've had a great and wonderful afternoon. It has been a little bit cooler today, this afternoon. Uh, than it has been the last few few days, uh, but you know it has been just a beautiful weekend, uh, great time of year to go outside and enjoy God's creation, enjoy God's presence. I know that we have enjoyed it, and I hope that you have as well. You know we're counting down to Thanksgiving here in just a few few weeks, and so uh, there's a lot of things for us to be thankful for, even in times of challenge and uncertainty. There's always something to be thankful to God for, and I hope that you find that. Uh, in your own life. So tonight, we're going to jump to Psalms chapter 15. Psalms chapter 15, and look at a couple of words. I want to remind you that these these times together on um, Sunday nights, they're not meant to be big, long uh, digs into the Word of God. You know, we're doing that on Wednesday nights with Hebrews, and that's been great. Uh, it's just a moment, just a moment to maybe encourage you and give you some uh, some some good thoughts moving into the week to maybe help you put your frame of mind where it needs to be as you go into the work week or into whatever you're getting into. And so today uh, we're going to look at Psalms chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. Psalms chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. I encourage you to read the whole psalm in your own time because it is very powerful. But I love a couple of words in Psalm chapter 15. He starts out, he says, O Lord, who shall sojourn in your tent? Who shall dwell on your holy hill? He who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth in his heart. Okay, it's short, but man, there's some powerful things right there. The first thing is he asks this question, and I think that we should ask this of us. Who is it that's able to dwell in your holy hill? Basically saying, God, who is it that's able to be in your presence? You know, who is it that's worthy to be before you and come before you? And, and he's going to then talk about in the rest of these in the rest of these verses, and we're going to look at just at chapter verse two, he begins to talk about the things that we must do to be worthy of being in the presence of God. And so he starts out, he says, He who walks blamelessly. He who walks blamelessly. You know, I want us to all remember this. We're never expected by God to be perfect, okay? He, he knows that perfection is never achievable for us. What he does ask for us, though, is he asks for us to live a life that is centered and focused on God, that, that he is the core of what we do. It, it, is about, um, it is about him. And as we walk in that way, as we walk toward God, and God is our focus, and God is the, the center part of our life, then that also means we should walk in a way that is pure, in a way that is holy, in a way that is upright, in a way that is blameless. You know, that's one of the qualifications of an elder for him to be blameless. And really and truly what that means is that he lives his life, and for here, for us, that we live our life in such a way that people can't just look at us and very easily say, oh, you've got this problem, this problem, this problem. I can blame this on you, this on you, and this on you. 
Okay, our mistakes are not, they, they don't mound up to the point that they're so obvious that we're not living towards God. Okay, so, so living blameless is not living perfectly, all right? It's not living perfectly. It is striving to live in a direction. It's striving to live in a direction that you can't just find an enormous amount of fault in my life, okay? And it's really all about living toward God. And, and then he, he continues that thought. He says, he who walks blamelessly and does what is right and does what is right. I want you to go with me to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians, the very last chapter. And, and, and this, I believe, kind of fleshes out this thought here. Now, I'll get there on my own here in just a second. But at the end of 1 Thessalonians, Paul lays out some, um, some bullet points. One of the things that that Paul likes to do is he's he's he the the end of his books are very bullet point type things and um I'm using a bible that I'm not real familiar with I don't use very often so I'm having trouble finding it myself okay first Thessalonians chapter 5 this is in his final instructions okay he says rejoice always verse 16 Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the Spirit. Do not despise the prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Okay? So test everything. Hold on to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. The King James there says to abstain from the appearance of of evil. And I, and I love that phrasing a lot, the appearance of evil. So here's what we have to do. To be worthy of being in the presence of God, we just have to simply do what is right. And Paul fleshes that out in the idea that we, we look at something and we test it. We take it. And when we take this situation, this thing that I'm doing, this thing that I'm involved in, am I involved in something that is unholy? Am I involved in something that is good? So we, we take those things, we hold them up to the word of God. And you know what? Paul says, Paul says that all things are permissible for me, but not all things are beneficial. And I think that's the same thing he's getting at here in the end of Thessalonians. He's saying you may look at something and, and you may know that it's not wrong, it's not bad, but to someone else does it appear evil. And he says, as you're looking at something, if it has the appearance of evil, if the, that's why, hey, we're walking blamelessly here. We're trying to stay away from things that have negative connotations to them. Hey, does it have the appearance of evil? Uh, just, just, just in any form, is there anything about it that people look at it and go, oh, well, that's something a Christian shouldn't do. You're a hypocrite. Hey, if it's got that potential, then stay away from it, Paul says. Abstain from it. Stay away from it. Do what is right. Okay, and let that be your standard. That, hey, hold the Bible up to it. If it looks good, hang on to it. Hang on to it. Do it. Have fun with it. If it, if it has the appearance on any level that this is bad, wrong, unscriptural, uh, negative, unholy, abstain from it. Stay away from it. Okay? That that is that is so that that 
that, that passage in 1 Thessalonians to tagging it with this, it's one of my favorite concepts, okay? If it has the appearance of evil, I'm done with it. Stay away from it. I have nothing in Southern. Ain't having nothing to do with it. All right, there we go. All right, excuse me there. Let, let's look at the next, the next phrase here because I think this is important for us. In a social media society, I think the end of verse two is so important for us. So he says, he who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth in his heart and speaks truth in his heart. You know, we live in a society, in a social media society, where it is so easy to share our thoughts and opinions. It is so easy. And to share them to a, to a large group of people who may care to hear them or not. You know, you may not care about what I say on social media, but I'm going to put it out there and you're going to read it anyway. You know, I mean, it's just how we live now. But so many people, especially during this politic time, this COVID time, election time, it's so easy to just share someone else's thoughts. And it looks good. It sounds good. It's how I feel. It, it aligns with my core, my, my political beliefs or my beliefs in this. But here's the question. Is it true? Is it true? We need to be careful as Christians with how we use, and I'm, I'm keying in on social media here. We have to be careful as Christians how we use our social media platforms because I know a lot of great people who are great people away from social media, and when they get into social media, their, their, their Facebook, it doesn't line up with the good book, okay? They are way too opinionated in a negative light they share things that aren't true, but it lines up with their theological views on the on earthly things. And what do we talk about this morning? What do we talk about this morning? Paul says in 2 Corinthians, don't focus on the things that are here. Focus on the things that are of spiritual natures. Okay? Because the things that are here, they don't last. But the things of the spiritual nature, they last forever. That's where our focus needs to be. But I have seen so many people get hurt and share hurtful things and unchristian things in their social media because, hey, that's how I feel. I'm going to share that. But look at, he says, if you're going to be with God, if you're going to spend time with God, he says, you need to be blameless. You need to do what is right. And you need to speak truth, not opinion. Okay? Not I feel you need to speak truth. And before we share all these things on our social media pages, let's make sure they're true. Let's make sure that they're blameless. Let's make sure that they're right. Because your light can affect more people through a social media platform than it can in any other place in your life. And are you using it to influence people for good, righteous things? Or are you allowing the devil to use you to sow discourse, untruth, unfaithful things? I think we have to ask ourselves that question because we get so comfortable with it. We get so comfortable with it. All right? I want us to just read the rest of this. And then I want you to hear this last verse. Okay? So he says, Who shall dwell on your holy hill? He who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth in his heart and does not slander with his tongue, and does no evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friend, in whose eyes a veil person is despised, but who honors those who fear the Lord, who swears to his own heart and does not change, who does not put out his money at interest, and does not take a bribe against the innocent. And then I love this, okay? 
He who does these things shall never be moved. If we live this life, if, uh, and the things that we've talked about today, if we just must practice this week on being blameless, living right, and speaking truth, and if we live those things, why does he say we shall never be moved? We shall always be welcomed in the presence of God. And that's what I want for all of us, is to be welcomed in the presence of God. Hey, look, that's what I have for you tonight. That's your word for the day. Let's go to God in prayer, and then we'll, we'll, we will end our day together. Let's pray together. God, we thank you for the time that we get to be together today and through this, through this time of devotion tonight. I thank you for your love and your mercy and your sacrifice of giving your son. And I just pray that this week that we will remember that sacrifice, that it will motivate us to be this blameless person, to live the most truthful, honest, right life that we can. Thank you for this word tonight, God. May it encourage us, lift us up, and help us live a positive life this week. We ask these things in your son's name. Amen. Thank you. Have a great night. If this program has been beneficial to you, please consider subscribing on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast provider. Also, we'd love for you to leave us a five-star review, which will greatly assist us in getting the message of God's love and salvation to others. We'd love even more for you to join us in person. We are located at 2309 9th Avenue in Haleyville, Alabama. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to join us again. And until then, remember, we are a Church of Christ caring for its community.